Hello, welcome to Why Not Me. In life, we face many trials and obstacles, many challenges, and in the thick of it, we can be tempted to think, why me? But every obstacle presents an opportunity and every trial can bring triumph. So I want to encourage you to adapt a mindset of, why not me? When, when in the middle of it, when things are tough, look around and think, why not me? It's, it's happening for a purpose. And then when success is at your doorstep and all you have to do is open it, you may find yourself hesitating, questioning, is this for me? Do I deserve this? And I wanna encourage you to adapt a mindset of why not me? Throw the door open wide, shout to the world, why not me? Embrace your success. I'm your coach, Todd Halls. I'm grateful to have you on this journey. Welcome to Why Not Me. Well, hello, hello. Welcome to Why Not Me, Turning Trials into Triumphs, Seeking and Embracing Success. I'm your host, Coach Todd Halls. I'm super grateful to be here with you today. I'm so thankful that you're tuning in. So sincerely, thanks for listening. I'm excited to introduce our guest and for what he has to share today. Our guest is Dylan Pollard. Uh, Dylan and I, I've known Dylan for, for a couple of years now. Uh, we, we meet regularly. Uh, so he is a friend. Uh, he's also a husband, an entrepreneur, a Christ follower. Uh, he played basketball at the highest levels in, in the collegiate and professional arenas. And, and currently he's having tremendous impact with his latest endeavor, Elite Leadership Solutions. Dylan, welcome to the show. Please fill in any backstory that you wish our, I would have told our listeners about. Todd, it's an honor, first of all, to be here, brother. Uh, thank you so much for your time. And then it's an honor to, to just be uh, in, in this studio with you, brother. So um, I think, yeah, you, you nailed it. Um, just that basketball background, transition into business, the heart to serve, impact, and uh, you know, impact a billion lives. Entrepreneurs, former athletes, even um, you know, people who are looking to uh, get clarity and, and, and pursue their purpose, uh, which is a book I'm releasing next year, The Purpose Pursuit. So um, yeah, man, excited to dive in and uh, see how I can serve the audience. Cool. So give us a little bit of, of uh, a little bit of the journey. Like how did you end up here? Yeah. Uh, so kind of just from, from the, from the ground up basketball again was the background played it, you know, the started in, you know, early ages, uh, kind of fast forward to middle school. Honestly, it was, it was just an opportunity to ride the bench to learn, uh, <laughs> a lot about, you know, myself, um, you know, was surrounded by a ton of incredible athletes and, uh, you know, that middle school level, I, I rode the bench and then, you know, transitioning from like eighth grade to ninth grade year, I learned a lot about myself. I was able to kind of go Rocky Balboa style, I like to say. And so, uh, got to, you know, play, uh, you know, at the ninth grade level. And, uh, again, over that summer was, was, was a grind pushing and, and pursuing hard to, um, be the best version of myself that I could be. And then, yeah, you know, got into um, that that level of basketball, high school, ended up accelerating to college, ended up accelerating the pro level. And then, you know, there was a shift that happened, you know, got married uh, to, to my beautiful bride. And so that shift transitioned into, you know, um, a career. And so had to start providing, uh, had several jobs over the span of a year, kind of had some challenging times uh, through mental health, through that journey. Uh, and so, yeah, I had, had to find, find that clarity and that purpose for me. Uh, and so along that time, uh, you know, just kind of, and I can, I can share more Todd as, as necessary, but, 
ended up getting into sales consulting wise for real estate investors. And, uh, and it was just awesome to, to kind of have that niche of like relating with people, hearing their story and helping them with a product or a solution to get them from where they're at to where they want to be. Realized that I wanted to transition that into my own thing. Uh, and that, again, that's when ELS is birth, Elite Leadership Solutions. And so I just want to impact our entrepreneurs um, and, and, you know, even just people who are aspiring to be entrepreneurs uh, to transform their business um, from average to elite. So that's kind of where we're at today. Um, I've been in, you know, doing this for, for a little bit of time now and uh, officially for, for five weeks. So um, I'm, I'm excited. Super cool. So you mentioned um, you mentioned the transitionary the transition period uh, coming out of basketball and, uh, and and moving into the career right like a different endeavor. So for somebody that, that had played and put your heart into basketball from an early age, um, you know, before ninth grade, and then and worked that hard, um, it seems as I've talked to other folks with a similar experience, it becomes a big big part of your identity. So mm-hmm. how, what was that like coming out of that, uh, to, to no longer be a basketball player and how, mm-hmm. how did you, how did you handle it? Yeah. You know, it was that it, I had to shift that identity. Like you said, was, it was all about basketball. And so when that ball runs out of air, it's like, all right, what's next? Who is Dylan? Who, uh, what does Dylan enjoy doing outside of basketball? Right. Uh, and so I had to learn a lot about myself, a lot about, you know, kind of, kind of re, uh, recreating that foundation. Um, which for me, Todd, you know, is, is in faith. You mentioned a man of God and uh, a Jesus follower. And so that faith became, I built my house. I rebuilt my house on the rock versus the sand. Uh, sand was kind of the basketball was kind of that foundation at the time. And so when I was wiped away, I kind of, my, well, my life was rocked and able to uh, start building on the rock of faith. Uh, and so, you know, I'm just, just kind of here today as a, as a testimony that, you know, I, I, shifted that identity from basketball to business, but on the foundation of faith, um, which is all about impact over income and, uh, and, you know, collaborating with people like yourself on, on these opportunities to sharpen each other and, and go together. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of just a, to sum it up a little bit of my, um, story there. Cool. Cool. So as you were, thank you. And as you were sharing and, and, and sharing that with us, you mentioned impact over income. Mm-hmm. Uh, unpack that a little bit, if you would. Yeah, Todd. For me, man, impact is is something that is uh, is very important, right? I had several people pour into me, impact me. So I think more than anything, uh, money is a um, maybe an outcome of of impact. So I always say I don't. Uh, my, my heart is to serve more people than make more money. Um, so again, kind of that impact over income concept is really what I, what I try to live by. Um, and, and again, you know, that, that money is a byproduct of that we have to live, uh, and, and serve and, and, and grow. But yeah, I think I just, just for me, man, it was just kind of that, that shift of perspective. I was searching for, for money. And then, you know, the moment I shifted from that to impact the income followed. So. Cool. So as you work with clients with Elite Leadership Solutions, is this um, is that part of the focus is, is um, talking about this this notion of impact or just kind of, if you would share a little bit about what uh, what what Elite Leadership, what ELS, as you as you shortened it to, what ELS is all about? Absolutely. Absolutely, man. So 
you know, it is it is centered around um, impact, right? Finding your purpose, finding who you are, knowing whose you are so that you can impact the world and change change lives. So I'm a firm believer in we don't have a we don't have a profit problem. We have a purpose problem. And so people finding who they are and getting that identity, that clarity and, and whose they are, then they're able to, to, to create that impact. Uh, and then out the outcome of that, you know, is, is income. So what I do, Todd, is I help take aspiring entrepreneurs or current entrepreneurs um, that maybe need clarity, purpose, vision. Um, I, you know, that, that would kind of be the first season. Second season is someone who maybe three to five business employees. Uh, and needing to scale out from there. Um, and then maybe the third category is like, you know, maybe that CEO or that Fortune 500 company that may need that clarity for where they're headed um, so that they can get those employees and that, that the rest of the organization to buy into that clarity so that they can create, excuse me, even more impact. So that's kind of the three seasons of people that I, I enjoy working with. Um, and so kind of that, that philosophy, again, is I, I transform people and businesses from average to elite, helping them find their vision and their values, aligning with those things, and then taking action based on that. So I like to say, empower, equip, and affirm. Um, our mission is to empower entrepreneurs for what they, where they are, what I see inside of them, equip them with what they need to get from where they're at to where they want to be, and then affirm them through that process, hold them accountable to what they want to achieve. So. Um, I can dive in a little bit more of that structure, but that's kind of the overall surface is to um, empower, equip, and affirm, and take you know transform entrepreneurs and business owners um, from average to elite men. Cool, cool, cool. So walk us through, if if you will, if you don't mind sharing, maybe it's proprietary, but um, you're getting clarity on values, for instance, um, because because it seems like we can have the values conversation and. Um, I've met a significant amount of individuals who've never bothered to stop and, and, and think about and really define, call out what their values are, and certainly companies as well. And if they have done the exercise of, of listing some values, oftentimes they're just that. It's, it's a list, but there's, not, there's no, they don't give it any teeth, right? It's not acted out. It's, it's, it's maybe something they see on a website, maybe an entrance but they're not engaging in living out these values. So anyhow, with all that, like, is there a process you take somebody through to help them get clarity on those values? Yeah. You know, I, I think it's, I think to, 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 to get that clarity, you have to know the end destination. I always like to work from, and there's obviously no perfect end destination, but it's kind of like, Hey, what is the outcome you want to achieve? Right. Four five, six years down the road, even 10 years down the road, where do you want to be? Right. And so creating, I don't like to do the, again, it kind of comes back to that impact versus income. So I don't like to do the money um, outcome, but I like to see like, what's that ideal person or that ideal business that you want to become? What are those, what are those skill sets? What are those values that you maybe don't have now that you want to aspire to, to achieve or to, to obtain those values, right? So that character and that characteristics uh, of that future person is really where I help people try to get to. Right. So, you know, I, it, it, it's basically kind of like I address the challenges and then we take it to what's your, you know, what's your past, what's your story, um, and then help them, you know, kind of dial in based on your story and your past, what's holding you back from, from achieving your, your, you know, your full potential 
and where you want to be that person you want to become again, business that you maybe want to come depending on where that state is, uh, of, of, you know, uh, a season of business and life that they're in. But, but yeah, that's, that's kind of what, you know, I would say Todd is like, you know, for those people who, who need those vision and who need those values and, and, and need to stick by them. I would picture yourself in the mirror and see who your future self and future business wants to become. So you can kind of start stepping into those roles and start sharpening that skill set um, to align with those values, if, if that makes sense. So, um, yeah, I, I have like a three S system that I kind of go by. Um, it's story, structure and systems. But part of that story piece that we're kind of talking about here is is vision and values. Right. Seeing that future goal and future self and business that, that they want to become and then reflecting on the past and not letting it define their future uh, and, and helping them work through that challenges, previous and current uh, and even future challenges and helping them kind of get that structure um, aligning with with vision and values. So um, a little bit of what I do on the on the story side, right, of, of those uh, of that 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 business um, structure. Mm hmm. So you you mentioned as you you work with people to define, identify, and get past things that are holding them back. Mm -hmm. um, and then, so you also the other thing I, I heard was um, reflecting on the past, but not let it define the future. Mm -hmm. What do you, like if that doesn't happen? How does it usually play out? Is it is it related to is the past holding them back? Are the two related somehow? Um, mm -hmm. what, what have you seen, uh, in, in, you know, as with other, for instance, with other basketball players, what, what, what are some of the things or, or with your business clients, what are the roadblocks or what's the weight that P that, that are holding people, keeping them from reaching their, um, their goal, their, their yeah. vision, their, their impact. Right. And, and even their full, full potential Todd. And I'd say, you know, to that, to that person, the roadblock, I think is a couple of things. It, it's fear of the future. It's fear not being, you know, achieving where you want to be. It's faith in the self in yourself. And like, um, and obviously, you know, the faith in, in your creator. Right. Uh, and so, you know, having that peace and that internal joy, uh, knowing that, you know, where you've come is just a part of your story. It doesn't define you. It's not your identity. Right. And having that clarity of like, all right, my past is my story. So I can either let it define me or I can let it propel me to my future. Um, and so, you know, part of your part of your question is just like, what is that? What does that structure look like for um, those those values? And, you know, can it possibly be that your, um, you know, that your that your story doesn't define you and then it helps you kind of propel you to that future? So, um that's at least initial thoughts, man, is like, you know, former athletes, right? That that fear of failure, that faith in self and faith in, you know, the higher power, God, right? And then aligning those things um, with with the clarity, knowing that you're not perfect and that your past doesn't define you, but you can use it to pull you backwards and propel you forward. So I always use the slingshot analogy, right? Like, I feel like God and, and uh, you know, oftentimes God pulls us back. Uh, sometimes to, to full of adversity to help us grow forwards, right? And slingshot us forwards into where he truly wants us to be. So um, I think a lot of times we try to take it in our own strength instead of surrendering that and, uh, and you know, stewarding the things we can control, but surrender the rest 
and, and let it all play out um, with, with peace and, and joy um, at, at the foundation. So, yeah, absolutely, man. So you, you, you mentioned the slingshot. I'm reminded by, of uh, John Maxwell in the 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth, the, the law of the rubber band, right? A, a rubber band is useless unless it's got tension. And, and so you just that's what struck me with the slingshot. Like you need that tension. You need to be pulled back in order to be propelled forward at the rate that you can be. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting that, that you talk about the past and you can either, you can either let it hold you there or as you mentioned, it can, it can be, you can use it to, to build, uh, to build on, to use it to your advantage by reflecting on it and, and knowing who you are, why you are who you are, and then how that can best move you forward. Absolutely. When did you realize that, um, when did you realize that you wanted to write a book? Cause you mentioned earlier that you got a book coming out. When, when did that settle on your heart? Mm. You know, Todd, it, I think it, it comes back to probably seven years ago when, when I realized and had that switch of like basketball is, it doesn't define me, but it is a part of my story. And so, you know, all the, to all the listeners, you know, we all have a story, right. Uh, and it kind of goes back to what we just spoke on is like, don't let your just don't let your story and your past define you, but allow it to be that foundation to propel you to the future and help you grow and excel and, and achieve um, what what's to come. So, you know, I think for me, it's just identifying my story, how it can relate with other people's stories, and then kind of be the the liaison or bridge the gap um, from where people are at to where they want to be. You know, if if I'm if I'm continuing to hold myself accountable, stretch myself, and grow uh, myself and my story. Uh, and inspire one person, man, then, then that's, um, that, that's, that's what I aspire to do is at least, you know, um, leave the 99 to pursue the one, you know, and just to, to truly, uh, you know, you, you, you instilled this in, inside of me, Todd, as we've been meeting, um, you know, like you said, for about two years now, and you said, Dylan, what's the cost of one person not hearing your story? And who knows what, what could happen to that one person, right? So it's just kind of having that perspective shift of like a sense of urgency and saying like my story matters and other people's stories matters. And if I can give them hope and faith to pursue what they want to and achieve um, their purpose, then that purpose pursuit um, allows them to take action in faith, not fear and, uh, and be the person that, that God's calling them to be. So to provide hope and faith to those um, who may need it to, to kickstart and, and, uh, and move forward. So. Super cool. Super cool. What, um, so as you started off talking about for you, making sure that you continue to grow and stretch. Um, mm-hmm. and I think that's important. I think, uh, you know, one of my, uh, one of my core values is perpetual, perpetual growth and development. Um, meaning it's ongoing. It never ends. How do you do that for yourself? Mm. Yeah, I think if I'm understanding just real quick, Todd, for context, you said, how do I stretch myself and like basically become uncomfortable and, and grow, right? How, yeah, how do, you, how do you, Dylan, keep growing? Yeah, yeah, I think it's just putting myself in uncomfortable situations, Todd, you know, kind of putting myself uh, um, in, in scenarios or, you know, situations where I'm uncomfortable, right? Because I think at, at our most uncomfortable state, that's when we, grow the most. 
Um, and so, you know, even on the faith side, right? Like if, if Peter is walking on the water and he takes a step out of the boat uh, of faith and, and continues to you know, walk on the water, right? He, he's focused on, he keeps his eyes fixed on Christ. And uh, I just, it's a personal story of mine, Todd, is, is that like, I step out in faith knowing that God has me. And the moment I take my eyes off of him, I may, you know, begin to sink. Um, and, the, you know, the end of that story talks about you know, him, him pulling Peter out of the water. Um, so there's a lot of times like Todd in my life that I may have gotten uncomfortable, but when the storm comes and the, and the boat begins to rock, I get fearful. Um, so there's, there's that faith and that fear side of things um, that I think is very important. So, you know, for instance, right, taking myself and my family from, Pensacola, Florida, you know, Todd, that's where we met to Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, it, it, it got uncomfortable, right? But I think that room and creating that room for exponential growth uh, is, is when we have that, you know, faith the size of, size of a mustard seed. Uh, and so I think just creating that space for growth and allowing um, our, our, our faith to um, continue to move us forward. Um, so that's just kind of my, my thoughts as far as, um, that goes. Yeah. As, so I don't know if you've read the book or not. You mentioned you know, the story of Peter walking on water and, uh, I believe it's Ortberg. John Ortberg's got the book. If you want to walk on water, you have to get out of the boat. Mm. So if you haven't, if you haven't read listeners, if you haven't read, I highly recommend that because it, it, it's, that had to be an uncomfortable moment, right? Like, mm-hmm. like. Uh, yep, strong in faith. Call, call to me, Lord, and I'll get out. So, so Jesus come to me, and he gets out of the boat. Right. Um, in the book, it talks. The, the author also talks about. Think of the guys that were still in the boat that didn't that didn't have the courage and the faith to get out of it, and and what what that meant to them. Um, so, to the folks Dylan that are still figuratively in the boat, what uh, what would you tell them? How do, how do they? Like, how do you take that step? How do you take the next step and the next step? Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think Todd, it, it, what my first initial thoughts is like, surround yourself with people who are taking steps out of the boat, <laughs> you know, follow the, follow the leader in a sense of people who are, who are aligned with where you want to be, right? Mentors, people who are pouring into you environments where, you know, you align with that, that skill set, that, that vision and values. I always like to say, like, I like surrounding myself with like-minded people. But not only that, but the people who have the vision and values that I align with, right? So, you know, that person who may be taking that leap of faith, that person who may be stretching themselves, growing themselves, becoming the most elite version of themselves, I want to be around those people. I want to be in those rooms of, you know, people who are aligned with who they are and whose they are uh, so that we can go and grow uh, together. Uh, so that's that's kind of my heart is like finding those people who, who are taking uh, steps and leaps of faith and, uh, and challenging themselves to be, be the best versions of them themselves. Um, absolutely. Yeah. So it, it, it comes back to who's in your room, right? Who, who are you, who are you hanging with? Who are you, who are you associating with? Um, and I've had times in my life when the, the folks in my room weren't, Let's just say they weren't the choices. They weren't growth oriented. They weren't looking at the future. Um, and as I think back on the journey, um, there were those weren't the high points. Those weren't the high points in life, typically, right? Um, mm-hmm. So, so being what I heard you say was be intentional about who you are allowing in. 
mm-hmm. and where you're choosing, who you're choosing to spend your time with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's, you know, you, it's it's so good because a lot of times people think like get that mentor or that person in your life that can lead you in the right direction. But it's also that room who, who who's, <laughs> I always say, who's in your corner and who's in your circle. The cor- The people in your corner have your back. Right. And the people in your circle are just kind of there in your circle of influence. Um, so I think it's just so important to find that mentor, but also find that accountability group that can help take you in the direction that you want to be. And you're all moving in the same direction um, together, which, you know, Todd, I, I'd love to share just, just kind of this briefly is like that that concept of the Kingsman um, that I'm that I'm created and, and, and met last Please. Sunday, yesterday. And, you know, I think it's just another part of ELS is like that personal life. It goes back to accountability, iron sharpening iron, right? And going through life together so that we can grow together as we go together. So the Kingsman is a group of elite men, even the business level, um, but faith at the foundation at the roots um, so that we can be rooted and grounded deeply uh, and be able to go go further together, collaboration over competition. And so that's kind of that heart behind Kingsman as a group of, you know, iron sharpening iron. And then what I'm kind of creating and developing underneath the, the layer of the Kingsman is the round table. Uh, and so my, my <laughs> saying to that is like, <laughs> come have a seat at the table with men who are aligned vision and values and help you take, take you to that next level and that, that next step. So you mentioned about, you know, <laughs> having that stepping into those rooms, I would even take it a step further and say, you know, what tables are you sitting at? What, what, who are you communing with? Who are you fellowshipping with at a deeper level? Um, and, and again, who's in your circle and who's in your corner? Yeah, it seems so. I, again, a thanks for 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 sharing that. Um, I would like to know, you know, have you share a little bit more about the Kingsman in a moment? Um, if you find yourself in the wrong room or with the wrong mm-hmm. person in your corner. What do you do then? Yeah, I think I think if you find yourself in the wrong rooms, I would say, you know, two things. Either, um, well, I would say this, Todd. There's there's two seasons of life. One where you can influence and you can impact that room, or you have to re- assess and is that impact in that room influencing you, right? So I think there's a season, there's a time to be in the wrong rooms, right, to impact that crowd. But if the, if the moment that that, that that crowd is influencing you in the wrong direction, then you need to turn, you need to decide, right? The word decide uh, means to kill off and to turn and to, to transition uh, elsewhere and to, to make that shift. Um, and so I would say you need to decide to leave that room to, to be, you know, the, the uncommon, the 1% uh, and, and place yourself in that, that new environment, uh, which is, is, helps you thrive and grow. Um, because, you know, I, I'm a firm believer in like environment is everything, man. Uh, and so just having that recognition and that acknowledgement of like, all right, I'm in the wrong room. I need to leave. Um, and I need to re, you know, reboot, rebuild my foundation deeper so that I can go back into those rooms and start impacting those people in those rooms. Uh, you know, that's just, that's just kind of what I think of, man, because, um, you know, that's, that's, that's challenging sometimes because we want so bad to impact those people, but do we have that capacity of knowing who we are and whose we are um, so that we can make that, that, uh, that impact. So you bring up, so 
you brought up a great point in the fact that there's there's seasons, right? You you could have been you could be in the wrong room uh, and positioned to influence and elevate the room, or maybe maybe at least one person in the room. Um, mm-hmm. In which case, maybe it's your time to be there. Um, but then there's when when that room is uh, pulling you down or away from your vision or away from God or, or away from whatever it is. It's time mm-hmm. to step out of it. And so what comes to mind then is even if even if you do find yourself in a room um, and you're the you're the person that is gonna you're in the we'll just keep calling it the wrong room, but you're there to influence and, and help somebody else in that room. Sure. Probably should also have another room. Mm-hmm. That that's that's got the the circle of of friends, battle buddies, what call it what you will that are keeping you on point and, and, and affirming you and encouraging you and strengthening you. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I love it. And, and you just, I'm glad you, glad you said that because my philosophy or, or one of my methodologies, my concepts is you have to have people before you and behind you, someone that you have pouring into you, but also someone that you're pouring into. Right. Um, and so that, that kind of cycle of like, um, you know, someone may be pouring into me, uh, someone may not be pouring into me. So how can I pour into others if nobody's pouring into me, right? If my cup's empty, how can I overflow? Uh, and so I think that's just so important. Again, that is the people before you and behind you um, to, to, to work together uh, and, and be able to receive, uh, but also give uh, after and, and when, you, when you do receive. So just kind of that cycle. Yeah, yeah. So if somebody is looking to to get poured into, how would the Kingsman play into that? Yeah, I think, you know, kind of just the the Kingsman uh just being being poured into by the Kingsman is is, you know, being able to to receive uh and and be vulnerable, right? I think I think where where a lot of times men um are are challenged is to be be vulnerable and be open and honest. And I always say like vulnerability is the starting point for where you you can grow. Um, so like the more it's kind of interesting what I think of in, in these spaces where you're safe, right? You have men that you can trust and you can lean on and, and pour into you and sharpen each other. Like I'm going to be as vulnerable as possible. Um, maybe not sharing everything. Right. But at certain times, like it's like laying my burdens down or laying my sharing my my challenges and my secrets so that we can come together and say, hey. I walked through that the other week or I walked through that a year ago. Here's how I walked through it and conquered it. So I think just play, placing yourself in rooms like the Kingsman where, you know, you can sharpen each other, you can hold each other accountable and, and grow together um, again so you can go together. So that's just kind of what I think of when I think of those accountability groups, those communities where you can thrive and trust each other um, and, and just be vulnerable and transparent um, so that, that's the starting point and that's where you, you grow from and you, you, you sharpen each other, uh, moving forward. Cool. So, so the Kingsman's a, it's a, it's a men's group, um, that you, you've started now officially, right? It's, it's officially launched as of first meeting was yesterday. Is that right? That's right. Is it in person or virtual? Yeah. So, so kind of where it started is, is, uh, here in Arizona. Um, but one thing that's cool is I'm starting to develop this is like, we meet once a week, once a month in person and then once a month on zoom. So, you know, even the opportunity for those who are outside of Arizona can, can zoom in, tune in 
and be able to to receive that accountability, that community, um, even at a at a virtual level. So that's kind of the concept: is you know, twice a month, once in person, once in Zoom, and uh, and be able to just kind of go through um, life together and grow through life together. Whether it's you know the book that I'm I'm uh, I have kind of bringing in as a content level to you know, hey, what are your challenges? What are your celebrations? Like, what what are the challenges you're walking through? Um, how can your brother circle around you and help you walk through those challenges? But also the flip side of that, Todd, is your celebrations. Like, you know, I, I like to say the, the 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 concept of like a horse and its blinders, you know, going through a parade, there's a ton of distractions, but that horse is staying focused. But sometimes, you know, it's, it's good to take the blinders off and look how far you've come and reflect on that and celebrate how far you've come and then, hey, put the blinders back on and, and get back to work. Um, and so... Those are just kind of some of the things I think of, man, when I think of community accountability and, you know, the opportunity to um, work together and, and locally. But but top of my heart is to take this all across the nation. So even for a listener that's listening in and says, hey, I'd love I'd love to be a part of the Kingsman. Hey, come, come be a part of it. Maybe that's something where we can take the Kingsman to your city and you can lead that and, and impact those around you. So um that's just my heart, man, is to, to lead leaders, create impact, and even steward that one person to, to lead to the, the one billion. Super cool. So you mentioned celebrating the wins, and uh, I'll double down on that. Um, it's, I think it's imperative that we do it frequently. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be a grand celebration. It can be, it can be simply, you know, say you've got your daily top three that you write in your journal, and you you start your work day and you get all three of them done by 11 o'clock, go stand in front of the mirror, smile and say, add a boy or add a girl, uh, because that's a win. And and we know, I mean, science tells us that celebrating those wins, that, that we it, it affects how we think of ourselves and there's there's value in it. So, so I would just offer that up. I double down on that. Uh, folks, if you're listening, celebrate your wins. If you got to the gym today, pat yourself on the back. If you if you if you put your feet on the floor and stood up the first time the alarm went off, pat yourself on the back, celebrate the wins, do something nice for yourself, take yourself out for dinner, whatever it is, celebrate those wins. So Dylan mentioned the the horse in the parade and the blind is run, but there's probably a rider the whole time whispering in its ear and patting it on the shoulder saying, good boy or good girl, right? So it's, it's getting rewarded. It's getting a celebrated win, I think, all through the parade. Um, mm. um, so, and I rambled there. Sorry about that. So Dylan, um, so the, the, so there's the Kingsman and then there's this next layer called the round table. How does, how do we go from Kingsman to round table? Yeah. So that's something I'm kind of dialing in, right. Kind of, I, I would say Todd that like ELS is that kind of, um, it's the, the professional side of things, right. That, that kind of business owner, business mindset, business, uh, way of, of life. Uh, under, underneath that is elite leaders. But again, on that, on that Kingsman side, like you're mentioning, the Kingsman is kind of the umbrella and underneath that is the mastermind group called the round table. And so the round table is really designed to take it a step further uh, versus just like an accountability group. It's like, Hey, here's, here's an action taking group, right? We take like four months uh, out of the year. We go through um, kind of the, the 90 day process or 98 day process. I like to say on the personal side, right? So personally, hey, what are your visions and values? Uh, what do you, you know, want to achieve? Where do you want to go? Um, and then how do you get there? And then we hold each other accountable to, to getting there. Uh, so 
that that structure is is formulating right um but i think it's really dialed into um taking the kingsman into more an applicable level on a weekly basis and 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 having an end goal after that four months of like hey we start with a vision values we get to the goal setting and then we go achieve those goals for the next 98 days once we have clarity on them so i you know it's 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 kind of that process of like um getting getting that clarity and going and taking action on it so um yeah cool so so that's on the on the kind of personal side of kingsman roundtable uh, if you want to talk about els a little bit absolutely um yeah um that's that's kind of you know kind of like i said that so the personal and professional concept and i want i want to touch on this briefly because a lot of people think like well, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go start a business, but it has to be aligned. You have to be aligned personally before you can expi- inspire people professionally. Um, and so, I like to always say, like we always start at the personal and then level up to the professional in, in due time. Uh, and so that's kind of that personal and professional concept that I've come up with. Uh, but yeah, so so ELS Elite Leadership Solutions uh, is where we you know transform you and your business um, from average to elite. So taking the business side of things, um, you know, you're, uh, you know, I can kind of kind of dial that in, but it's really story, structure, systems. So finding your vision and values yourself uh, or your business, you know, as your aspiring entrepreneur or, you know, business owner of, of CEO of, you know, 300 employees, right? Like all the way up to that, to that level professionally. Um, so, you know, that's your story, mission, vision, value statement structure is you know how do you how do you achieve that right like how do you take that vision and values and then set a game plan or a roadmap to achieve that and then systems is underneath structure right so it's like you know how do you implement systematize automate uh that piece of your business so that you can you know take it to that next level and and uh, continue to scale so story structure systems is is kind of that that levels uh of the, the the three s's right uh, and then that kind of breaks down into other uh, other pieces, but that's kind of the, the the bones and the and the structure to ELS and how we you know take you, empower you, equip you, and affirm you um, through that process. Love it, love it. So, what's your what's your vision for ELS? Uh, tell us tell us what it looks like in ten years. Ten years, I will I will have impacted and equipped, empower, equipped, and affirmed one million uh, businesses and, and entrepreneurs in ten years. Uh, and so, uh, my my avenue, my my heart behind that is just to steward the moment, be present. Right, I'm I'm being present with you, Todd. And so, I may be reaching one person, I may be reaching one million people. Um, and so, that opportunity to steward the moment, be present and be persistent in every moment uh, and just steward that, right? I'm a big component of stewardship. If you can't steward the current moment and you're always looking for the next thing, then you may miss what's currently in front of you and that may be the next step to to the success that you you desire to have. So stewarding what you currently have and then being open to receive and grateful uh, and full of gratitude to receive what's to come. So rabbit trail there, Todd, but I, I really think that, you know, that that heart behind what I do is to um, steward, be grateful, and then you know receive what's to come and down the road, because um, because I really think that's that's where the in, increase and acceleration happens is when we try to take we try to take it for our own right and try to 
um, consume or uh, achieve everything on our own success. But as soon as we steward that and, and surrender that, um, then we're able to even bring on that more capacity of, of what's to come. So I don't really know if that makes sense, but I just want to kind of, that's the heart behind, you know, impacting a million lives is to steward the one and, and uh, surrender the rest and, and uh, be able to um, obtain that and continue to grow and build. Thanks for sharing that. So, and I've said this before, I've, I've known you long enough to know you've got a, a heart for leadership and, and pouring into leaders. You've got a heart for servanthood and, and, and truly being a servant leader. And so I'm excited for, for the journey you're on. I'm excited to, to, to watch your, your trajectory and, and the massive impact that you're, that you're having. Um, so before, before we sign off, um, if you could offer to our listeners one important or impactful question that they should be asking themselves, something they should be pondering, what would that important or impactful question be? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's the question, Todd, and to the listeners. Um, how are you stewarding your family? Uh, several parts, but like basically how, how are you stewarding your current season that you're in? Um, how are you stewarding your family? How are you stewarding your relationships? How are you stewarding your current job? Um, and how are you stewarding, you know, your, your influence in the circles uh, that you're in? And it doesn't stop there, but that's where it starts, Todd, is like acknowledging, assessing your skill sets, your values, your environment, your people, the family. And how are you how are you stewarding that and then surrender the rest that you can't control? Right. So that you can receive what's to come. You build that foundation on stewardship and gratitude. It'll take you a long way because that's where the foundation starts. That's where it's built. And you'll be able to um, build off that foundation off the rock. Right. Versus the sand. Um, So when the storms hit, are you are you founded and grounded on stewardship and gratitude so that you can you know build build from there? So, yeah, question is. How are you stewarding your current season uh, and, and, and sowing into others so you can prepare to, to reap the harvest yourself? Perfect. Thank you for that, Dylan. And thank you so much for taking the time, for giving of your time so generously and being on the show. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you. Todd, it's my pleasure, brother. And for those you know listening, uh, I am on Instagram, Dylan Pollard underscore. D-I-L-L-O-N-P-O-L-L-A-R-D underscore. So DM me, reach out. I would love to hear your story, how I can help you uh, and transform you maybe even from average to elite. Todd, again, thank you, brother, for having me. Honored to serve and to to create impact. Uh, Yes, sir. Awesome. Thanks, Dylan. And listeners, thank you. Thanks for your time. Thanks for tuning in. I greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate you uh, and can't wait to see you back here next time. I want to leave you with this. Whatever grand vision you've been given, whatever whatever huge dream God has placed on your heart, remember, you can. Until next time, be bold, be humble, stay healthy, stay hopeful, and live life strong. Peace to you. Well, thank you so much for listening. For even more on turning trials into triumphs and seeking and embracing success, go to toddhalls.life. That's toddhalls.life, and I look forward to serving you. Until next time, be strong, be bold, be humble, stay healthy, stay hopeful. Peace to you.